0: Gray tore through the water, mindless of the shrieking crowd all around him. His concentration was total as his huge opponent barreled forward using an attacking move called Spearfisher Streaks by the cliffs. Gray fainted left before slipping into swordfish parries. There was a tremendous shock down Gray's spine as his snout struck the flank of the ferocious Great White. A solid hit. The crowd's yells and excited thrashing vibrated the water so intensely that his hearing and lateral line senses were nearly useless. But the battlefield was well lit, and that wasn't the problem. No, the problem lay in the fact that there was absolutely no quit in his foe, who recovered quickly and zoomed straight at him once again. I didn't even slow him down, thought Gray, gnashing his rows of curved, razor-sharp teeth in frustration. The Great White was wickedly agile carving turns through the water that Gray was hard-pressed to deflect or defend. But he had learned much in the months since the Battle of Riptide. "'Come on! Come on!' Gray muttered to himself. "'I know you want to do it!' The huge shark tried yellowfin feeding on minnows, which Gray ruined by using waving greeny. Then the great white went for a topside rip, which was a deadly dorsal fin attack. But Gray knew this was a trick, and sure enough— At the last moment, the charging shark switched into his favorite move, the one Gray had been waiting for him to attempt. Orca bears down. Gotcha, Gray thought triumphantly. He rolled into a rising current, madly churning his tail to shift sideways just enough that the hurtling shark missed him by a fin length. Then Gray streaked after the great white and performed the very same move. There was a satisfying oof! from Grey's opponent as he was driven into the seabed. With a tail waggle, he signaled, Surrender. The match was over. Grey had finally won. He had finally beaten King Lachlan Bula Naka Fiji, and it was glorious. Yes, yes, I knew you were coming with Orca Bears down, Grey exclaimed triumphantly as Lachlan spat sand from his mouth. Went to that feeding ground once too often, eh? Oh, I'm going to be tasting the seabed for a week. Good match, though,' Locke replied with an embarrassed grin. Gray flexed his pectoral fins. "'I don't blame you for trying. You've beaten me, like, twenty times with it.' The crowd chanted, "'Gray! Gray! Gray!' He waved his tail to everyone in the stadium, acknowledging the cheers. His mother, Sandy, the nurse shark, was there— as were his younger brother and sister, Rip-Rap and Ebby. Gray felt his heart nearly burst when he saw how proudly they looked at him. He had been shocked when he learned he wasn't technically related to them. He was a megalodon, a different sort of prehistoric shark kind that supposedly died off millions of years ago. But Sandy was the only mother Gray had ever known, and that was what mattered. In the same way, he was Riprap and Ebby's, oddly large, big brother. For now, Gray told them, and everyone else, that he was a rare type of reef shark. Only his closest friends knew his megalodon secret. They, too, were watching the action, so he swam over to them. Stryker was fighting next, Gray saw. If there was fighting to be done, Stryker, Gray's first in line, would be there. But the rest of his five in the line—Shell, Mari, Snork, and Barkley—preferred to hover and watch these five were his best and closest friends in the Big Blue, and had swum flank to flank with him since the very beginning, when Gray had been banished from Coral Shiver. The adventures they had been through, from being forced to join the shiver of the ferocious Great White Goblin, to stopping his plan to take over the North Atlantis at the Tuna Run, and then banding together with King Lachlan and the formidable Finns of Ozzy Ozzy Shiver to drive the wicked Emperor Finnevis, and his black wave armada from their territory. It was amazing that they were still around to enjoy this fine day. But the thought of Phinebus made Gray remember there were important things to do today. I have to go with Lachlan, Gray told Barkley, Sandy, and the others, when he saw the golden great-white gesture with his tail for him to follow. I'll meet you all later. Gray swam away from the crowd to join Lachlan. He felt a small electric charge roll through the water as Prime Minister Shocks motioned Stryker and an Aussie-Aussie mariner forward for their match with a flick of the tail from his flexible eel body. This electricity was especially useful when Shocks wanted everyone's attention, like at dweller council meetings, where things could get a little shouty. And when all else failed, the Prime Minister's full charge packed quite a wallop. After a few instructions to tell both combatants to keep it clean and bloodless, Shocks let off another bolt of electricity to signal the start of the match. Gray and Lachlan swam off, the shouts of the excited crowd rolling with them as they glided from the training field to their meeting with the leaders of Hammer and Vortex Shivers. Gray sighed, finally able to relax a little. He was glad the match was over. He liked training, of course, but this felt more like fighting to entertain others. Something was just not right about that. Not when so much blood had been spilled in the last year. But taking back the riptide home waters from finnevis and his armada demanded some celebration, even if it was a few months later. And Lachlan had told Gray that he needed to prove his worth in front of the two other shivers that were here to consider joining their cause. It was true that finnevis and the Indy armada had been chased away to their home waters, but the hateful emperor would be back to seek vengeance. It wasn't a matter of if, but when. That was why Lachlan had sent messengers to hammer and Vortex Shivers. Besides, Lachlan told Gray, we really should break in the place with a bang-o, don't you think? To Gray's thinking, this whole week had been one heck of a bang-o. After a long and often boisterous council meeting, Gray had decided to resurrect Riptide Shiver, combining his old shiver, Coral, with a line from Rogue Shiver as well as with any friendly shark kind displaced by Finnebus and his warring. Riptide had been an ancient and honorable shiver for thousands of years before Goblin, its previous leader, came along and named it after himself. In a few years, no one will even remember that flipper, Stryker had insisted at the council meeting, and everyone had voted for their combined shivers to bring the name of Riptide Shiver back into being.